On National Tight Ends Day, the Arizona Cardinals finally have a tight end to celebrate, at least in the playmaking department. Yeah, Zach Ertz had a hell of a debut for his new team. Arizona Cardinals are 7-0. and Bo Brock, Alex Clancy, breaking it down on this episode of Locked on Cardinals. You are Locked on Cardinals, your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Rise up, Red Sea, and another week of football has happened, and the Arizona Cardinals have not, haven't lost yet. They're seven and zero, seven weeks into the NFL season. Something that uh, any rational person wouldn't have predicted. But if you are a fanatic and you had the Cardinals at seven and zero, a little little golf clap to you, Bo Brock, Alex Clancy, hanging out with you. Thank you for making Lockdown Cardinals your first listen each and every day. We appreciate that. Uh, make sure you're following along on Twitter at Lockdown Easy Cards at Clancy's Corner at B O B R E C K to follow me, Bo Brock. And of course, subscribe to our new YouTube channel. Approaching 1,500 subscribers, we're so thankful for you guys. Also, approaching a thousand Twitter followers. I mean, things are on the up and up. Not only for the Cardinals on the field, but also for the Lockdown Cardinals podcast. And it's all possible because of everybody that tunes in to us each and every day. Um, Alex, it was uh, a brutal first quarter for the Arizona Cardinals. Did not look good. What were they trailing? It was uh, five nothing, two nothing at one point. It was a two nothing at the end of the first. Yeah, one of those weird games. Um, but they ended up pulling this one, uh, just turning it in complete route after it was what it was. Uh, it was five to three, and now it, the game ended thirty-one to five, and the Cardinals just uh, walked away. I mean, the second half. They had an interception from Kyler Murray, but it, it had nothing to do as far as the final score was concerned. We, it was back-to-back weeks. We got to see Colt McCoy take snaps as the backup quarter for, back for the Cardinals. Yeah, uh, and that was that was the goal. That's what I said. To start the fourth quarter, it was, I mean, close enough. Um, Kyler Murray looked great. They ran for 172 yards. Uh, <laughs> the newest acquisition, Zach Ertz, led the team in receiving. James Conner tacked on a late touchdown scamper at the end of the game. Like, you had any time to score James Conner, right? And I had Zach Ertz was going to score a touchdown. So I think we both nailed that. Um, all in all, they beat a bad team, and the bad team looked bad. You know, I mean, that's pretty much what it was. And the, like Vance Joseph, it's difficult to shut out two teams in a row, regardless of what they look like on the field in the second half, back-to-back weeks, and that's exactly what the Cardinals did. Um, this is exactly the kind of win you were looking for. Dominant on both sides, a little rusty early on. Sean Kugler made his adjustments, and the offensive line held pretty much, pretty much held up uh, for the entirety of the game after the first couple series of the first quarter. Yeah, I, th- I think you did see your franchise quarterback take too many shots in this game, including one that was a safety where he was slow to get off the field. He had to go to the blue medical tent, and there was a question of whether or not he was going to continue the game. Kyler Murray comes out on the next offensive series, and that's really where this Arizona Cardinals team got going, almost like a, a wake-up call. Was it necessary? Probably. I mean, that first quarter, I think, was a wake-up call for this Cardinals team, reminiscent of the Jacksonville game. That was two quarters worth of football that was rough, but the Arizona Cardinals got it going offensively. They looked good. Kyler Murray spread the wealth. You saw four receivers, including Zach Ertz, 
who had a 47-yard touchdown reception in this game, the longest of his career, which is pretty wild to take into consideration that how good he's been, a three-time pro bowler, but 47-yard touchdown for Zach Ertz. But four wide receivers, or four receivers, including Ertz, over 50 yards receiving and three touchdowns to three different guys, DeAndre Hopkins, Christian Kirk, and Ertz. Uh, three touchdowns for Kyler Murray in this contest, the bad pick, 20 for 28, 261. Um, six carries for 10 yards, another slow day on the ground for Kyler. But the other guys, James Conner and Chase Edmonds, did a really good g- job salting this game away in the second half. Yeah. I mean, this like, this is the exact – so the Texans' defense looked good in the first quarter, and then they pretty much blew all of their um, video game stamina in the first quarter, I guess you could say. And they were on the field for the majority of this game, 34 minutes of the 60, which, again, we see – in back-to-back weeks, the Cardinals uh, dominate time of possession offensively. And, you know, you just wear them down. And Zach Ertz was wide the hell open in the middle of the field. He was yeah. wide open. And, uh, you know, he, he turned on the Jets. He shows the 30-year-old 31 next month, I think he said. Um, yeah. Still has some giddy-up. Pretty much everybody that the Cardinals have signed that other people said were washed up, were, you know, lost a step, whatever. I'm not seeing it yet. You know, A.J. Yeah. Green, like even 80%. I forgot that J.J. Watt was Defensive Player of the Year three times. I yeah. knew it was once or twice. I didn't know it was three times. If you can get 70% of a Defensive Player of the Year, you take it. And A.J. Green is a perfect fit for what Kyler offers. He put a dime ball down on third and 24 down the right side of the field. I mean, A.J. Green's 6'4", and he catches everything. So uh, the Cardinals are in pretty good. And then James Conner, again, another solid week. He looks like a rookie out there. He looks spry because he doesn't have to touch the ball 35 times again. Right. Yeah. 10 carries, 64 yards. He did have the touchdown. James Conner continues to be just money in the bank. This went a little bit further out, but it was his sixth rushing touchdown in the season. The Arizona Cardinals, not only are they doing it, you know, and, and just getting it done as far as winning games, but they're doing it in style. You're starting to see some numbers pile up. It's DeAndre Hopkins who's in the conversation I mean, we're seeing a nutty performance from Cooper Cup for the Rams this season, but DeAndre Hopkins is right there as far as touchdown catches. James Conner's racking up the TDs. Kyler Murray's having a great personal year. Uh, but we're seeing, you know, team success, personal success. And, you know, it's it's like at first people are like, okay, can the Cardinals find a playmaker opposite DeAndre Hopkins? And they've found several of them, no doubt about it. But then it's like, is there too many mouths to feed? And the answer is no as well. It's like they're being able to – spread the ball around, keep these guys satisfied and continue to just dominate. Even like, I mean, they were shut out in the first quarter and they put 31 points up pretty effortlessly in this contest. And, uh, you know, we'll get more into the defensive performance because we continue to kind of get away from it, even though the defense continues to be this, this group that has is the main reason that they are where they are as far as the Cardinals. Yeah, I mean, Vance Joseph continues to show that he's keeping opposing offenses guessing regardless of, you know, the level of talent that's on the opposing side. You talked, I mean, Brandon Brandon Cooks has had good games this year. You know, he's been a fantasy darling in some capacity, being a later pick, knowing that Deshaun Watson may not play and then Tyrod Taylor obviously going on the IR. But, I mean, this is what a dominant defense is supposed to do to a bad offense. Yeah. And they did it. You know, it's you're not going to get credit for it because it's not a uh, – you know, a large feat to be able to do, especially with the amount of talent the Cardinals have and the lack of talent the Texans have on offense. But you still did it. Yeah. You know, they they covered handily. 
the 19 and a half yeah. upwards of 20 before the before the game started. You know, I think they're the only one that really covered that spread. I think weren't the Rams favored by 15 or 16 points, yeah. and they they ended up not right. covering. So I mean, it was a dominant yeah. performance on both sides of the ball from from second one to second 50. I mean, second 60. Obviously, it didn't start that way, but the last three quarters definitely. Yeah, after uh, was it 303 in the first quarter? The Arizona Cardinals surrendered the field goal to the uh, to the Texans, and then the Arizona Cardinals defense put the clamps on them. No more scoring for you the rest of the game, and the shutout was put into effect. Just eight first downs for the Texans on offense, um, and they had to get most of it on the ground. Davis Mills couldn't really do anything throwing the football. Let's get more into this performance from the Arizona Cardinals in that defense and also some more takeaways as far as what we thought was going to happen and what actually transpired, and then the Zach Ertz uh what's gonna happen with Zach Ertz now in this in this uh in this on this offense like what is what what's the expectation what's the expectation now and also like what's the ceiling for this team as a risen and also we'll get into the conversation of with only a few days really before the NFL trade deadline what's left to add and what do you want to see from this team and also start to talk about this Green Bay matchup but the Arizona Cardinals big time winners 31-5 got to tell you about direct TV stream it's a simple way to get all your entertainment that you love without the hassle direct tv stream brings you live tv and on demand all in one place and it gets together like never before which means you can watch your favorite sports in real time also flip between some on-demand movies and shows in one place the best part there's no annual sign up there's no annual contract stop waiting to get your tv together with direct tv stream you can learn more directtv.com that's directtv.com Tom, Bo Brock, Alex Clancy, thanks for making us your first listen each and every day here, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. I think I, I, as far as the predictions, we both had the Cardinals going over 30. We both had the Texans under 20. I didn't think we, we didn't expect, you know, the Texans to be that uh, bad on offense, but the Cardinals put forth the performance just like the Bills. The Bills did notch the shutout, but the Arizona Cardinals continue to just prove and it's just like J.J. Watt said a week ago when you saw it on NFL Films, maybe we're just effing better than them. Maybe we're just maybe we're better than everybody. Um, and, and that was certainly – they flexed on, on Sunday with uh, with the 31-5 route of the Texans. Zero first downs given up on the ground. Um, six first downs total by passing plays and two first downs by yeah. penalty. So this was a this was a total and utter domination by the defense of the Cardinals. Yeah. And once this happens, look at what's happening to the Chiefs. Okay, look at what's happening to the Chiefs. Not contractually, none of that. When one side of the ball isn't good, it doesn't matter how good the other side of the ball is because the game plan completely has to shift. You're expecting some sort of output from your defense. What we said before the season started was, if the Cardinals' defense is top twelve, like if they're a defense one in fantasy, you know what I like. You know, a QB one if they're if they're top twelve in defense and the Cardinals yeah. are top ten in offense, they could make a very serious deep run. And the Cardinals defense now seems to be top five. So I mean, yeah. the offense has a lot more. And look at what the turnovers with Kyler. Like obviously, we haven't seen one since what was it, week three? He hasn't he hasn't thrown an interception. But you mm-hmm. can get away with making a mistake or two on offense when your defense is playing the way that it is. You can take more risk. You know, it, and it's in that, especially with this offense, with so many mouths to feed and so many options, this is kind of a risk averse offense because it always seems like somebody's open. Yeah. You know, and, and with the defense compounding it, like, I mean, 
what did I call? <laughs> what did I call and tell you after the? What I call and ask you after the? Um, what was it after the AJ Green? Oh, no, was that the Zach Ertz touchdown? Zach Ertz touchdown. Yeah, I was like, I mean, can the can the Cardinals win the Super Bowl? Like yeah. I asked, like and I, I asked it kind of in jest because it's like, what's happening? Well, I think it, it it last year when you're watching the Suns on the run, at really no point did anybody realistically, you know, say, "Hey, is this a finals team?" And they went to the finals. You know, I mean, there's you, you put yourself in a position to have success in the regular season and and get you know home field, home court, whatever it may be in the playoffs, and then also you continue to add pieces to your already solid roster. I mean, yeah, at this point, the Arizona Cardinals are absolutely in the conversation for a team that's going to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl and, and could win a Super Bowl. Like, they haven't they haven't had a letdown this season. You know, obviously, they sneak past the Minnesota Vikings. That's the one, like, one kind of red flag on this on this uh, on their schedule. But they still got the W in that game, unfortunately, because of Greg Joseph missing a 37 yarder. But still, you take it. Uh, this is the, you know, upcoming the, the Green Bay Packers. That's going to be the next biggest test. Short week going up against an elite quarterback like Aaron Rodgers. But they've already kind of had that. They they went up against the Rams. They dominated the Rams. They went up uh, against you know Ryan Tannehill and the and the Titans who had another big win on Sunday. They dominated the Chiefs. Arizona Cardinals are one if the best team in football right now. I don't think anybody can argue that. And the fact that they added Zach Ertz, it's scary as you've said on, on Twitter. Uh, NFL, you're on alert right now. I mean, this whole season, thank you, NFL Scheduling Committee, for this 2021 schedule because every game has been a different litmus test. We talked about Tennessee in week one. Okay, can the Cardinals go on the road and show face, save face, and not lose by 10 points going to start the season because they play nine road games and eight home games? They blow them out. Then week two, okay, was week one a fluke? They get lucky, you know, kind of towards the end. They go down 21-3, I think it was 20-3. They come back against the Vikings, squeak out a win at home. Then, like, well, can the Cardinals go on the road against a young quarterback, a head coach who's never coached in the NFL, and show that they're the dominant team? And they did against Jacksonville. Then they go on the road. They're like, okay, this is the game. This is the one. How much of a fluke are the Arizona Cardinals through three weeks? Can they go play against the Rams, a team they've never beaten before, and or keep it close can you keep it close is pretty much what we were saying and you know who who knows at the end of the game if somebody has the ball whatever they blow them out then come home okay can you take care of business against a rival against an interdivision rival against a quarterback who's never started a game before i don't think i don't think he'd started a game at that point and show that you're the dominant team they squeaked one out and then can you go on the road against a perennial pro uh uh, uh playoff team over the last couple of years and keep it close and maybe get a victory. They won by 23 points. You know, yeah. like every game has been a limit set. So this is the quote break game. And then Thursday is the regular season Super Bowl so far through eight weeks for the Cardinals. Thursday night football, short week at home, national coverage. Yeah. I mean, the Arizona Cardinals uh, right now are just giving up over 16 points per game. And 16.2, that's good enough for the best in the NFL. The Bills were the Bills were idle this week. They're on their bye. They're at sixteen point three. The Arizona Cardinals are at sixteen point two. Where I mean, you don't have to, they don't they they they're proving it in all areas, and uh, you know it's it's unbelievable. We'll see what happens uh, as far as Thursday night. You know that's the next test. There's a short week. How how can they how can they perform? We'll see if they get Chandler Jones back. But this defense continues to just be 
playing out of its mind. And that's that's what really separates, you know, the good teams from the great teams each and every season is the ability to play defensive football. And, um, you know, the Bucs can do it. Uh, the Chiefs used to be able to do it. That's kind of the, the biggest difference in turnovers, you know, take care of the football. Uh, they're suffering from turnoveritis, but at the same time, like they can't defend anything. Arizona Cardinals can absolutely defend. They've got a good mix of veterans and they've got a good mix of veterans with young guys who are flying around. Jalen Thompson. I want to say him first because I don't want to forget him. Yeah. Uh, Isaiah Simmons, who uh, again led the Arizona Cardinals in tackles on Sunday. Uh, Zayvon Collins. I thought we saw 25 ar- flying around there a lot more than, than we're used to. It'd be interesting to see what his, uh, his stat per- snap percentages tomorrow, but the Arizona Cardinals just dominated, but let's get more into this conversation about, you know, what's the ceiling for this team? How high is it? Is it Super Bowl? And is it because of Zach Ertz? Does he add that little wrinkle that they've never had before? Like we've never seen this, Alex, we've never seen this. Not just since you and I have been covering the team ever since this team moved to the desert, they haven't had any tight end, the caliber of Zach Ertz. And I'm not, you know, I'm shying away from that statement. That's absolutely true. Let's get into that conversation. Uh, speaking of Zach Ertz, given the Arizona Cardinals offense already a tremendous amount of upside, but even more si- upside, let me tell you about the best app that if you drive, you need to know about. It's the Get Upside app. It's an incredible app for anybody who gets behind the wheel of a car and needs to know about. Get Upside. Our listeners are making up to 25 cents per gallon every ga- gallon of gas that they fill up with. Download the Get Upside app in the App Store, Google Play right now. Use the promo code TOUCHDOWN. That'll get you another 25 cents per gallon on your first fill-up. That's 50 cents per gallon that you'll get back with the Get Upside app. Use the promo code TOUCHDOWN. 50 cents per gallon cashback, first tank. Some people who drive a lot, Alex, they're making upwards of $200, $300 a month, and it gets added directly to your account. You can cash out anytime, your bank account, PayPal, e-gift card, Amazon, and other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app. Use the promo code TOUCHDOWN. And uh, a touchdown in the energy protein bar department, Bo. (laughs) Yeah. It's not my best. It's not my best. Uh, Bill Bar. Bill Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. They are. It's the healthiest candy bar ever. You can look at it that way. If you haven't tried a Bill Bar by now, what the hell are you doing with your life? I mean, it's pretty much the only question you need to ask yourself. They say it's a protein bar, but it doesn't taste like one. I mean, you have to try one of these things. Uh, Bo and I were just talking about a new flavor, blueberry muffin. This month, they're coming out with a limited time flavor every three to four days. So most protein bars are normally chalky, gross. You know, it tastes like you're, you know, like you're biting into a piece of chalk, which is disgusting. But Bill Bar is soft. They're covered in 100% real chocolate. And when you bite into it, you know you're eating something different. 18 grams of protein, less than 5 grams of sugar. All the flavors we've talked about, coconut, coconut, almond, strawberry, orange, depending on the season, salted caramel, double chocolate, mint chocolate, whatever. They're endless. Go to Built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 right now and get 15% off your first order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. It was National Tight Ends Day on Sunday, and the Arizona Cardinals have a tight end to really celebrate. Well, they should celebrate Max Williams and the incredible start to the season that he had, and everything he's done for the Arizona Cardinals has been great. Uh, healthy and quick recovery for Max Williams as he returns from, from his surgery that he had on his knee. Uh, he tweeted out, posted on Instagram during the game uh, that he was cheering on his squad. I think he was wearing his helmet as he was propped up with his uh, surgically repaired knee, but 47 yard pass to Zach Ertz that was nearly overthrown. And we see Zach Ertz at 30 years old, 
turn on the afterburners and go get that one and then coast into the end zone. Three catches, 66 yards, and a touchdown. You mentioned James Conner. It's the same situation. It's guys that uh, they might, you know, James Conner, relatively young, but as far as a running back, and, and you know the question marks as far as can he stay healthy, but he's in a situation where he just had 10 carries today for 64 yards at 6.4 yards a carry and a touchdown. Zach Ertz just getting, you know, the three catches, you know, as far as targets are concerned, uh, he had, uh, I believe, Zach Ertz had five targets. So not seeing a bunch, but it's it's quality over quantity. And these guys are just, because there's so many talented players on the offensive side of the football, they're able to kind of keep these guys with a lot of, like a lot of le- left in their tank. And they're just ready to go when the when their number's called. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, everything you said is right. I mean, it's just because everybody that the Cardinals have brought in, aside from really A.J. Green, like A.J. Green had that one, you know, year where he was out for the year. I feel like sometimes players that are on bad teams don't play and stay injured a little bit longer because there's no real angst to get back on the field. Now, that's not a complete 100% absolute, but Zach Ertz has been, like, He's been completely underutilized in Philly. Even when he was a top three guy, they could have used him more. Look at what Travis Kelsey's done. Everybody knows he's getting the ball. Everybody knows he's their best receiver, and he continues to get the ball. Like, Philly just never used him in his entirety. So he may be 30, and he may have injury, you know, in injury history, but you're right. Like, especially in the 17-week season, and hopefully, if things shape up the way they do, maybe these, you know, veteran guys will get some rest on the tail end of the season as the Cardinals set themselves up for a playoff run. But he was, again, he wasn't touched. Like James yeah. Conner pretty much wasn't touched running into the end zone. It's not the utilization factor only. It's also the pounding that these guys take or don't take. James Conner was Arian Foster in, in Pittsburgh. That's the turn that where it's a complete overusage because you don't know how to run an offense outside of just pounding it to your running back, whether it be handing it off or throwing the ball. Just complete misuse. And what James Conner is doing, Chase Edmonds too. Chase Edmonds looks spry today, 81 yards rushing on in his own right. Like everything just seems to be working. And and just as we're wrapping up this podcast, just keep this in mind: there are only five teams in the NFC with a winning record, five. And it'll be six if the Saints win tonight. I mean, we're recording this on Sunday, so yeah. if the Saints win tomorrow, there will be six out of 16. So the playoff picture is really starting to like frame itself already with five teams that are not only over 500, but pretty much running away in the, in, in the win loss column from the rest of the, uh, for the rest of the conference. Fortunately for the yeah. Cardinals, they have the Rams to worry about right behind them. Yeah. You're seeing the, uh, as far as the cream rises of the crop, you're seeing the, the elite teams in the NFC take care of business. And they're not, they're avoiding any kind of letdowns. They're beating up on the teams that they should beat. Um, Arizona Cardinals three and a half point favorites early on against the Green Bay Packers. That's according to betonline.ag. So the Cardinals are three and a half point favorites Thursday night football right out of the gates. We'll see what that line does. Uh, but you know, Zach Ertz and his playmaking ability. I mean, and, and we saw a bunch of plays early on, and this is his first time being in this offense where he was open or other players were open on the field, and Kyler Murray wasn't able to get them the ball, but at the end of the day, still successful day at the office for Kyler Murray in the Arizona Cardinals offense, but it can, it can get better. It can get better, which is scary. You know, the, the fact that uh, Zach Ertz was there and Deandre Hopkins play that happened where he was kind of a decoy and 
Nuke was Nuke was wide open in the end zone for his touchdown on the day. It's just this is this is a scary offense. I think if any defensive coordinator is breaking down the film, he's going to it's going to put his brain in a pretzel on how he's going to attack this Cardinals offense. I mean, I know they came out slow, but holy crap. Yeah. I mean, if he needs any advice, he can ask me because you're you make my brain turn pretzel shaped every time we do a damn podcast. Um, if I could ask one play of Cliff Kingsbury's out on a date from today, yeah. it would be the DeAndre Hopkins inside pivot for a touchdown that was yeah. set up by Zach Ertz. Like, yeah. as you mentioned, like it's using him around because they seem to, the Cardinals seem to have figured it out inside the seven yard line or inside, you know, inside the 10 yard line. First and goal that's not first and 10, first and goal where it's, there's really not a lot of wiggle room. It's only 10 yards in the end zone, obviously, to work with. Kyler Murray, they've punted on him running the ball inside, except for yeah. the two naked bootlegs that were pristine play calls. A lot of it, James Conner's up the, James Conner up the middle. I mean, we were calling for that, and you know, the, it, it's not normal that he had a 20-plus yard run today or whatever it was. But Zachary's being another person to keep the defense honest inside just opens up a whole other chapter of, of this yeah. offense inside the five-yard line. And again, we saw it today. That was I scream. You know, like when you see something like it's usually with basketball plays, like like a sick dime or an alley oop or you know something like that, a Steph Curry play. I screamed yeah. at the TV when I saw DeAndre Hopkins so wide open because it was a fake pick set. Yeah, and he just walked by him. It was it was magical. That was a yeah. great play call. Cardinals go three for four in the red zone. Um, you know, looks solid. They had another defensive uh, fourth down conversion that they stopped two of them actually they, they stopped the texans twice on fourth down so you start to see that number continue to pile up i mean it's been so impressive and then uh third down they uh they held the texans to two for 13 they were 0 for 5 in the first half so you know it in, in the previous couple games it was like the browns were three for 10 the niners were three for 11 so the arizona cardinals are just their defense is doing an incredible job in getting off the field getting the ball back into this offense's hands, and they're putting up points. Only 160 total yards for the Texans today. I don't care who you're playing. Uh, that's impressive. Yeah. I mean, it still kind of feels like you're being a, a college team is not the right – like an AFL – like a, you know, a CFL The 2018 team. Cardinals. That's who you're yeah. playing. Yeah. Just, and I mean, so no, again – Very little upside. Yeah. I mean, I feel like the 2018 Cardinals would not win a game this, in the 2021 season. Maybe I feel like things have just things have shifted. Like the offense has to put up points. I mean, I, did, I know yeah. they did green beat Green Bay on the road that year, uh, but yeah, you know, good win on to home Thursday. Yeah, you know, like I and you, 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 you just tweeted out the Cardinals are three and a half point favorite early. Mm -hmm. That you've got to think so they're pretty much a half point favorite on a neutral field. Um, yeah. So it's as close to a pick them as you can think against the page against the Packers. There are a yeah. couple of things that we know about Aaron Rodgers. We'll talk about it a lot more, obviously, the next couple of days. Mm -hmm. He doesn't like anybody being around him. <laughs> but you think Kyler Murray gets pissed off when he gets hit? Yeah. Aaron Rodgers is the biggest baby when he gets hit in the NFL. He doesn't like it. He starts screaming mm -hmm. at people, and that's the way to beat him. So we'll see if the defense can replicate in some capacity what they did today on Thursday. Cardinals improved the three and zero at home, seven and zero on the season. Uh, just a. You, know, you break down this game. If you're the lone, you know, setback or, or knock on this team is how the offensive line I think played in the first quarter, primarily the, I mean, in the first half, primarily in the first quarter. Um, you like to see that improve. You like to see Max Garcia, who I think is going to be the center for at least one more game, as Rodney Hudson is on the. It's it's a three week IR at least, right? 
So the, the most optimistic of uh, scenarios for Rodney Hudson to get back, I think it's the next week against the San Francisco 49ers on the road. So no Thursday night football. And, and we saw, you know, we didn't see any more like oopsie doopsie uh, bad snaps, but um, got to clear got to, got to clean it up. Got to clean it up because, you know, the Packers can play some defense. This isn't going to be, you know, a, a, a team that's going to come out and just try to outscore you. It's not the old Mike D'Antoni Suns. Like they play defense. So I think that uh, you can, this is going to be a tough game. And Thursday night football is one of those games where it's, it can be fluky too. Like the team that you're used to seeing week in and week out play on Sunday, like you might get a different version of that on Thursday. Buddha Baker is a guy, follow his status throughout the week. Kyler Murray's status is, I think, one that you need to keep tabs on. Chandler Jones still waiting to see him get activated off the uh, the, the, the illness uh, reserve lifts. I got to watch what I say so we don't get flagged on YouTube. Um, and then uh, who, who else are we looking for as far as the who, who got banged up on Sunday? That's I about think it. that's yeah, that's about it. Relatively as, as far as I remember, yeah. yeah. Um, and and one one thing before we part, just uh, just a little looking forward again. We'll talk about the Packers a lot more this week. Big win today. They have the Packers on Thursday, and then they go week nine through 12, 49ers, Panthers. Seahawks, Bears. Yeah. Okay. So I thought the, Bear, the Bears got abused by, by Tampa Bay. Carolina lost to the Giants with all of their offensive players hurt. The 49ers, they're starting Jimmy Garoppolo tonight before we record this podcast. Like, it's going to be a perfect midseason test for the Cardinals on Thursday. But if they can, if they can beat the Packers on Thursday, oh, yeah. we're going to be having weird conversations, like really <laughs> weird conversations come Friday. And I'm here for it. I'm excited about it. Oh, yeah. some. Uh, well, I mean, we're going to be having them Thursday night live from uh, – <laughs> Oh, yeah, you'll be in my place, bro. I'm going to be bringing the uh, the Bud Lights with the, the – wine coolers. That's right. We're going to be – Bolex Kiwi Strawberry Wine Coolers. If and if the, wants Cardinal, to know. if the Cardinals win, yeah, we're going to have a weird conversation because then it's going to be 10 days off, right? It's going to be 10 days until the next game. They'll get the entire weekend off and then yeah. – They'll hit the road and potentially be facing uh, Jimmy G back at quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. But the guy's made a glass. We'll see if he makes it through Sunday night football uh, tonight. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for making Lockdown Cardinals your first listen. Make sure you're following along on Twitter at Lockdown AZ Cards. We want to get that to 1K. Of course, subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't done so already. Follow Alex at Clancy's Corner. Follow me, Bo Brock, at Bob Rack. Easiest way to find me on Twitter. Have a great rest of your Monday if you're tuning in then. If you're watching on Sunday night, have a great night's sleep. Enjoy your victory Monday tomorrow. We'll talk to you Tuesday at 10 a.m. for the YouTube premiere. Podcast drops at midnight. Talk to you then.